0: Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. I'm here today with Dale Allen. With Dump It Pro. Dale, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. On our podcast. <clears throat> Appreciate it. You're a Caseville resident. Mm-hmm. This is a Caseville business. Yes. And we want to learn as much as we can about Dump It Pro and how we can support you as a community. Awesome. So take it away. Tell us what it is.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Dump It Pro is, uh, started out as a veteran owned, uh, an older gentleman It was a Vietnam veteran. He started it about three years ago. Uh, a year ago, uh, I was approached by him. He wasn't and I was approached by him to see if I wanted to buy the business from him. And uh, I said, "Yeah, sure." So I bought the business, and it, it uh, and I turned it into a Kaysville business at that point.
0: Thank you. We and
1: uh, that. I I have drugged these trailers up and down the Kaysville streets for the last year, and I'm be surprised that. Some people How don't much- already. <laughs> if somebody don't already notice the name as it's going down the road,
0: <laughs> well, and I bet you're really busy because we have a lot of stuff.
1: Yes, yes. There's, we've done several estates. We've done several flips out of um, flip homes out of the Kaysville area. Um, I have real estate agents, kaysville based real estate agents, that'll call me to assist their clients as they're moving, um, and. Yeah, and then uh, within the last month, we, we added a, a new service um, where we we went from being just a drop-off pickup trailer rental service where you fill it up and we'll haul it away to now we can also offer the full service junk removal where as long as you pile it where I can access it, um, I will come and load it up and haul it away for you.
0: That's a really sweet deal.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: I was listening to a podcast called How I Built This and uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK yes. started exactly the same way. Yeah. And so I'm excited to see great things from you guys. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, it's fun to drive around and see the 1-800-GOT-JUNK and and think about how
0: how you can. We're,
1: we're basically 1 800 got junk, but a one man crew instead of a corporation,
0: mm-hmm, which a national is great. franchise. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to support. Yeah. I know whenever my husband and I are looking for, for a business, we want to support local because yeah. that's the backbone of, of the country and, yeah. and our city. When you talk about dumping, so it's a dumpster it is. that you drop off.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's basically, uh, so they're not the roll offs. It's uh, basically the same concept. We just don't. Put the metal on your driveway so we don't tear up your driveway. Um, ours stay on the rubber tires and we take all precautions to make sure we do not even leave a mark on your driveway, if at all possible.
0: And is it okay to so it's oh it's it won't damage the driveway if you put it on the cement and drop it no. because it's got the Yep. How does it work then? Do I call you in the morning no, and, so and I can have a dumpster the next day? It's
1: actually even a lot easier than that. You just go onto our website. We have a phenomenal website that we got set up and uh, it's just www.dumpitpro.com and you can book it right on there. Uh, If you're looking for just the single day or two day rental, you can pay for it on the website. The full service, we do not quite have set up on the website yet that you do have to call for, but the single day rentals, you can go on the website, book it, pay for it and you'll wake up one morning and it'll be sitting in your driveway.
0: It'll be sitting there. How about same-day removal? So if I say, hey, I need I need a dumpster by 6 a.m., but I want the dumpster gone by 6 p.m., is that possible?
1: Yeah, we we do try to accommodate the best we can. Um, sometimes I'm not able to do a same-day removal.
0: But 24 hours. But
1: typically we deliver between 6 and 8 o'clock in the morning, and we pick up between 6 and 8 the next morning. Oh,
0: okay. Which
1: is another thing that kind of sets us apart from everybody else is— Most people are an eight eight hour rental and we're almost 24
0: for the same price for the
1: same price.
0: That is a really good deal,
1: especially for those that, you know, they they don't want to fight for it on the weekend because everybody wants the weekend rentals, Um, but they can get it during the week and they don't have to take a day off work because they can just come home from work and get it loaded up that night and it'll be gone the next morning and they don't have to worry about it.
0: That is really nice. And I know sometimes we just don't want it sitting in our yard for very long yep. on our driveway, but we still want to be able to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Why were you interested in a business like this? Tell me what piqued your interest. Oh. What's your experience?
1: Well, so I was a general contractor and I just was always, always renting these things. And, and then when I got approached, I thought, yeah, that'd be, that could be a good a good old thing and and the more i thought about it i was like you know what that's another way that i can offer a service to the community um we we do find ways to help the community with our trailers and not only as a as a rental business you know we've we've donated them for different charity events and um for different things in different cities and um I'm still waiting for Kazel to call me, but I'm sure it'll happen one of these days.
0: I'm sure we can find a reason for for a charitable donation or something for sure. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we, cause we, we try to help, you know, if we know there's, there's places and times and people that are struggling and just, we know that the, the clutter sometimes can really make us struggle more mentally. And and so, that's that's another way that we we like to help, however we can, is, is helping people declutter so that they can help their mental state as well.
0: I was impressed by that. I know the other day when we were talking on the phone, you mentioned something like that that yeah. you've been able to help some people. It yep. is peace of mind is huge, and we can't always afford things like this.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, uh, we we are a business. We are we try to make money, but we also it's not always about making money. Sometimes it's about serving the community and serving somebody and helping. And that's kind of our model is we'll help however we can and do what we can.
0: It's neat to hear people who are passionate about their businesses, but also passionate about it for the right reasons. Yeah, Being able to use it as a service. Also, of course, is to make a living. That's yeah. so, so important. But just being willing to help out where you can.
1: Yeah, Yeah. It's really nice to... It's a nice service to have, especially with some of the windstorms that we get, Mm -hmm. you know, we've, we've been out and helped clean up windstorm debris with them and, and, uh, just try to be involved.
0: I know you've mentioned you have a partner. I do. And I know him through the Caseville Rotary. Yes. And I know that you've done some humanitarian service projects, um, with him and with your business and I we have I appreciate that
1: yeah we've done some rotary club out of Kaysville we our most recent our biggest most recent was uh the Bountiful Police Department took our trailer for a day and helped a needy family to take down a 40-foot pine tree with our trailer um and that's that's kind of the things we like to do is have these cities call us and say they're doing a service project for a family in need in the in the town and and ask us to be a part of it. It's a it's a very humbling experience and it it uh that that beats any paycheck.
0: It it does. It does. It's <laughs> a great feel good, it, it? does. Well tell me a little bit about yourself and your family.
1: So I uh I am a Utah transplant. I'm originally from Michigan. I was born and raised uh in the southern part of Michigan. Um I have spent my whole career life in the construction industry um and i got married 10 years ago um and when i got married i took on a 15 month old boy um and i have since adopted him that's great and um he is turned out to be a special needs boy but he's still a lot of fun and the character he has is is phenomenal that's great and then uh me and my my wife we have one daughter together a little nine year old girl that's Good for you guys uh quite the entertainer <laughs> <laughs> and, fun, and follows it? right in her dad's footsteps of being an entrepreneur really so yeah she she, to sell stuff and... she does she she just come out the other day and and asked about or made a facebook post because she has her own facebook and she made a facebook post about How she wanted to practice her Dutch braiding, and if somebody would let her practice on their head, she'd only charge them five dollars.
0: Oh, really? That's great. And and
1: I I seen that pop up on my Facebook, and I couldn't help but to smile because I'm like, that's she's following right in her dad's footsteps. That's neat. That's your girl. You
0: must have great conversations about business, and she she must hear it a lot.
1: She does, and she sees how hard how hard it is. You know, I uh, I'm very open with them about how hard it is to be a business owner, that it's not, it's not all rainbows and butterflies, you know, they've watched me sit in the corner and cry because, you know, things are hard and they've, they've seen me work 18 hours a day to meet deadlines and to keep people happy. But at the end of the day, when they have a school play, and dad can be there that means the most to him and that's why i've chose to be an entrepreneur my whole life um my my family all knew from the time i was a little kid about my daughter's age that i was going to grow up and be an entrepreneur were
0: you always pretty independent
1: i've always been very independent um i was the kid standing out there at the lemonade stand you know i i would you know and this was back when boy scouts did the popcorn and the the Christmas wreaths in Michigan, we sold Christmas wreaths. Nobody could outsell me. I was the top seller every single year. That's and, great. And people, and they, they just knew they were like, no, nah, he's going to grow up. And
0: did you go door to door and sell? Oh, yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. And, and I, would, I would go through this was years ago when phone books were even around. I'd go through the phone book and I just start calling. And, uh, it, that's but I would, impressive. my parents, my parents were pleased to see me grind that hard, mm-hmm. but, uh, they were, they were not pleased when they had to go rent a trailer to go pick up all my Christmas wreaths so that we could go deliver them to everybody. <laughs> that's,
0: that's incredible. Was your dad in business for himself as well? He
1: was not. No, really? my dad worked for the school district and, and, uh. My mom worked for the local grocery store in Michigan. And then when we moved out here, my dad, uh, my dad worked for UTA and my mom was a special needs bus driver for Davis School District. And, and I've somehow just, you
0: just got the bug.
1: Yeah. I, there's, I'm there. I don't, there's not even any, I can't even think of any uh, entrepreneurs even in my family. Really? Except me.
0: I have a soft spot in my heart for entrepreneurship. <laughs> um, my husband has always wanted to do, you know, his own thing. And, and my dad was an entrepreneur and we grew up hearing, like you've taught your kids that that is the way to, to be independent, to be able to be in control of your life. I mean, it doesn't mean you work less. We all know that. No. You work 24-7, but you can choose when.
1: Exactly. And
0: have that flexibility. Yeah,
1: The only downfall is there's no paid holidays, but. You get to choose which holidays you take off.
0: You're right. Definitely no paid holidays and tons of stress. Yes. But I think it's neat. I was reading a book, gosh, last week, and I don't even remember the name of it. But it was a business book, and it was talking about how people who are entrepreneurial and who are self-made people, um, they have different conversations around the table than, than other people.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's a great education because... Some families you hear, you know, you hear about one, one form of, of, of earning a living. And with people who earn business for themselves, it's a completely different conversation. Yep. And it's great to see your kids follow in your footsteps. Yeah,
1: I've, I started my very first, uh, a business, so-called business was, uh, I was actually a nonprofit horse rescue.
0: A non nonprofit and, horse rescue yeah,
1: so I started that when I was sixteen and uh i'd start re- I started rescuing horses by the time I was eighteen I had fifty
0: rescuing them from where
1: um I usually would get them from either abuse or neglect, and I would rescue them back to health and get them trained I would train them myself
0: at fifteen years old and then
1: I would sell them yeah and then I got into the rodeo industry. I spent a little bit of time on the road, um, rodeoing. That's um, interesting. I've I've been a bull rider in my life. Have and, you? And uh,
0: my uncle was a was a rodeo clown. Yeah. And it was it was fun to watch, but a little dangerous. It is
1: very dangerous. Yeah. I
0: Can't imagine being in the ring. Yeah.
1: So that's uh, you know, so people tend to look at me as I like to live life on the edge a little bit and i'm not afraid to take on a challenge and i'm not afraid to take on a risk you know i mean looking at back and thinking that i bought a bought a business in the middle of covid you know people would look at me and say you're crazy but um the amount of joy i've gotten out of buying that business is irreplaceable
0: that's that's good to hear and you're right. It was a risky time, but you had the forethought and the foresight
1: mm-hmm. to
0: be able to do something when other people might not be doing something. So yep. that was really smart. Yep. And now it seems like it's really prepared you for. Yeah. For well, yep. I,
1: I found that I'm not, I've never been one to sit back and, and collect a check from something, you know? And I know a lot of people were kind of forced into that direction during COVID. And, uh, I, I bought a business, another business on top of what I already had going and just kept on going and, uh, tried to, tried to forget about the negativity of COVID, you know, kind of, kind of sidetracked my mind and kept my mind busy.
0: That was really smart of you. You have a supportive spouse. It sounds like,
1: um, Yeah. Yeah. She, she is not an entrepreneur. Very much not. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she is proud. She is proud of her husband for, for the energy and the time and the effort that I do put into being an entrepreneur. But, uh, there are times when she's like, Hey, can you like walk away from work for a minute?
0: Mm, I'm like, yeah, there's no, right. I mean, there's no
1: such thing as walking away from
0: work when you're an entrepreneur. So it's, it's, yeah.
1: But she's, she's getting more and more used to it. Um, our our major businesses have been in the last few years, you know. That's... We've had we've we've had some little crafty businesses, you know, making rustic signs and doing all the home decor stuff and.
0: Which was the rage. It still is. It's yeah. a huge industry.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, we, uh, the, but the last couple of years, I really have scaled a couple of businesses and done well.
0: It's impressive to hear you talk about it because you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting. And everyone needs something to wake them up in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's, there's, there's, there's comfort and security in, in going to work, and that's great, and it works out for some people so well. But there's a passion for doing what really makes you happy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I've been very fortunate that, you know, the support of the Kaysville, Kaysville community has been phenomenal. You know, this is probably one of the, this is by far the best community I've ever lived in and the most support I've ever received out of a community. Um,
0: That's good to hear.
1: I know there's, I I don't even, I think there might be one other company out of kaysville but i don't think so um, in your
0: same industry you mean? yeah oh, in the dumpster
1: okay. rental dump trailer rental industry I don't, I don't know of any but i and so it's it's been fun to see how many actually stay right in the community you know and not go to the the Layton company <laughs> or the farmington you know because i'm right here and Plus, I think I people like love it. 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 I like it too, because then I don't have to go so far. Right, that's
0: the <laughs> you don't have to drive as far to drop in. And yeah, you do have to have a big semi-type truck then. to pull no, it? No, I just
1: pull it with my my pickup truck. Oh, do you oh, good? Yeah, yeah. People, people see, probably seen me all up and down the roads in my white my white Chevy pickup with the big O trailers.
0: Well, it's it's great and it's impressive. I think what I what I love about Caseville is that we do support each other, mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted to to put this podcast forward and talk to a lot more businesses because I know for me and my family, if we know that someone does business here, we want to support them. Yeah, I, I'd rather much rather support a small business and go to a big chain.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: it's where people care. You care about what you're doing. You're doing it because you love it. Yeah, and it's neat to be able to see things grow.
1: Yeah, and it's fun to. I've met a lot of people in the community um, and just getting to know the community more. Um, you know, it's always fun. One of the biggest joys I get is when I'm at the grocery store and a past customer stops me and talks to me and, oh, I need to get your trailer again. Well, you know where I'm at, buddy.
0: Yeah, come find a- me, right? Anytime,
1: you know, I'm always ready. So that that is having the face that people recognize and remember and you know will stop you at the grocery store and
0: that's true that's that relationship that you've created with them
1: yeah yeah i i, I, I uh I've always told myself that a customer isn't just a customer you know that's a that's a relationship it's a friendship from that point um and you know you I've always believed that the better service you provide the more loyalty you're going to get
0: right. and so
1: um i've really strived and i've brought us up to um the number one trailer rental and junk removal company in Davis County on Google
0: have you that's great
1: um off of
0: google searches uh, our
1: google searches and everything yeah we're we're right up on the top now so which is awesome. It is. You know, I'm, so all I
0: have to type in is dumpster rental.
1: Yeah, it gives me it gives me a leg up on on one eight hundred got junk Well, and
0: <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned that name, but it's. I just mm-hmm. thought it's neat to see how you can grow something. Where would you like to take this business? Tell me what your future um, looks like. What you'd yeah, like it we're
1: to look like. we're uh, we're just kind of on a slow and steady growth. Um, we did purchase the business with two trailers. We still are only at two trailers. Um, we have had a couple of spurts where we're thinking maybe we should get a third. Um, and we're, we're open to buy as many trailers as people want to rent. Um, and same with the junk removal. I mean, well, sky's the limit. I, uh, we're ready to go.
0: As far as junk removal goes, the full service. Yeah. So for example, if I had a house in my family, a parent dies, yeah. we, we take everything we want as family, but we don't want to deal with everything else yeah. that's left. So we well, call you and what would you do from that yeah, point?
1: Yeah, I'd just tell you, you know, as long as you can get it into a spot where I can access it. You know, I usually tell people garage is a good spot. Um, you can kind of cover it up and you don't have to look at it from the road. Um, and most garages have garage codes. And so people usually just give me the garage code and, uh, I go pick it up and close the garage and it's gone.
0: It's all gone.
1: Yep. And same with my real estate moves. You know, you, you pile your, pile your stuff in the garage when you're moving out and moving to your new home and, um, starting your, your new chapter. The last thing you want to worry about is what's left over from the last chapter. True. And uh, so they again, they just usually put it on the you know in the driveway or in the garage, and when they're gone, I just go over and I pick it up, and it disappears.
0: Do you charge by the pound? Because I don't even know how it estimates, nope, how much stuff no, I No,
1: there are. I, I've heard of horror stories of charging by the pound, but uh, I don't like leaving things unknown. I like to just. I'm kind of old school and just give me a number, you know. Mm-hmm. So we usually, we typically charge by the load. Um, and that's
0: just a flat rate.
1: Yeah. 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 It's usually a flat rate depending on location. Um, we're pretty much a straightforward rate for the Davis and Weber area, but we go outside of that and, you know, with
0: might have fuel. Yeah. With our awesome
1: stuff. fuel costs right now, we,
0: everything so expensive get to get to charge
1: a little bit more for fuel unfortunately but
0: but in this area it would be a flat rate then mm-hmm. okay that's good to know and how far out do you normally have to book if i had um, um next I, week for example i want to
1: Yeah so i usually i usually book out you know um uh, typically you're going to have to be a few days because i have to use, i use the same trailer as what everyone's renting and so i I have to make sure I block one out to do the junk removal. Um, but so usually, if I can have a you know a couple of days notice, that's
0: good.
1: I usually am good to go.
0: Okay, that's good to know. How can the community help you? Then we want to spread the word. Um, we want people to yeah, know. Yeah,
1: I mean, you. tell all your friends, your neighbors, your aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, okay. realtor friends um even anybody you know that's flipping houses
0: it's true that lot you know that anybody
1: anybody that i mean honestly anybody you talk to you know okay you you tell them about dump it pro because everybody's got something that needs to go to the landfill
0: <laughs> we really do everybody and it's does a hassle.
1: and and uh yeah we we've been man we've been busy this year doing flip your strips Oh I've hauled a lot of, a lot of park that. strips away this year.
0: Really, so you'll take the uh, extra grass and
1: yeah, yeah, you know, we'll set them right there next to your park strip, you dig it out and throw it right in the trailer and I just come and haul it that away. That would be
0: and... a great neighborhood sort of thing to do together. And yeah just that's... You and then. Everyone oh, and you just brought up, up another dumpster. good point
1: for me. Um, we are the only company that has a neighborhood program.
0: Oh, what is that?
1: So instead, if everybody in your neighborhood just has a couple of things that need to throw away, I bring a trailer and put it in the middle of your neighborhood and let everybody use it.
0: That's fantastic. Instead
1: of just one person renting it. And what we do is I put a flyer on everybody's door with just a QR code on it. And you just scan that QR code and you just Venmo in your, your money. Usually it's 15, 20 bucks. But it saves you from going to the dump and That's waiting great. in the line and going out there where it stinks and is dirty mm-hmm. and nasty. Leave that for me. I'll go out there. But then everybody in the neighborhood. So we do a lot of uh, neighborhood spring cleanups. It's a big popular one.
0: That would be popular.
1: And I usually just find a central location in the neighborhood and I'll just drop it off. And I usually put a flyer on a couple hundred homes around the trailer. And oh, and
0: you guys do that? So yeah. I don't have to do it as a neighbor no, to go spread No, you
1: just call me up and say, hey, well, I was talking to my neighbors and, you know, it sounds like we could get a good turnout out of a neighborhood rental. Let me know.
0: How does it work? I'm it,
1: always looking for neighborhoods to drop them off in.
0: So is, if I'm the one calling you, am I the responsible person no. ultimately, or how does that work?
1: No, it's all on the honor system. Oh, okay. You know, it's, uh. If you I, I, I'm a firm believer that if you can throw something in something, knowing you need to pay for it, not pay for it and still sleep at night. Um,
0: Hopefully you're having nightmares there. There's
1: there's a lady called Karma
0: mm-hmm. that
1: comes around and she'll take care of me. Take care of that for me. I don't need to worry about it.
0: That's a great program.
1: But there's not a there's not a so-called rental fee. Um, we just try to ask that not one person fill it up for 20 bucks. but for um and kind of share share the space with the whole neighborhood um i've had great success with it in a handful of neighborhoods um i usually you know if i get a good success out of a neighborhood i'll bring them in there you know once a quarter or something and
0: that's really good to know let
1: everybody just kind of throw their boxes or you know whatever what amazon boxes they got stacking up that need to be thrown away they can break them down. We can haul a lot of Amazon boxes
0: into that trailer. I bet you can. We, <laughs> we tend to, to get Amazon boxes at our house in our neighborhood. The trucks are always circling around. It kind of brings up a funny point. So now that I'm the mayor, I get all kinds of requests. Yeah. And sometimes people will call and say, hey, my neighbor's got a backyard full of garbage. Make them do something with it. And we can't because it's in their backyard. Right. But that would be a great opportunity to be able to say, hey, get together your neighbors and order a dumpster and then you guys could maybe have a neighborly volunteer sort of clean up the neighborhood and, and, and help those people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, fall, fall is another good one. You know, if I know a neighborhood that's going to do their big leaf cleanup all at one time, I'll bring that trailer in there instead of filling your trash can for the next month and a half, trying to get all your leaves hauled away. I can haul all your leaves in one load. That's no a fantastic. Worries.
0: That's a great program. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that.
1: Yeah. Because I don't I, know
0: of any other companies that nobody do does anything it. like that.
1: That's a top secret.
0: Okay. That's good. <laughs> that's a Kaysville top that's secret. That's a Casville. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm here. I'm the one that Only started on that. Podcast. Yeah. That
1: was a that was a program that I put together shortly after we bought the business. That's um, genius. We we gave it a run in our own neighborhood to kind of see how it would do and it did good and so I've had a couple of open weekends since and I was drive as I'm driving around I'm like, huh yeah. this neighborhood looks like I could drop a trailer off. That's, I'll just drop a trailer off.
0: See, you're so smart. That's that's entrepreneurship at the finest level. Yeah. And and that's that's awesome. The creativity that well, business owners have to yeah.
1: Well, and it's just, it's one of those things where not everybody has enough stuff to fill a 16-yard dumpster, but they have enough stuff to fill the bed of their truck, but with the price of gas and, you know, the travel to the landfill and everything, like, for 15, 20 bucks, it's cheaper to just throw it in my trailer and it is. not have to worry about it.
0: That, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. I'll, I'll remember that. We'll we'll share that. I'll share that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, obviously, it's another one of those where I'm not afraid to take a risk because mm-hmm. I'm dumping these trailers off in neighborhoods. I don't know anybody. So it's, it's strictly the honor system and just hoping which, that which people are work.
0: honest. Which does work. It does work. I mean, I've seen statistics where they say if you put someone on an honor system and everyone knows that they're on that honor system. There, people step up, and they are honest. Yeah, they'll do their part, even more than their part sometimes.
1: Yeah, I've, uh, I've tracked it, and usually, out of two hundred, if I put two hundred flyers out in a neighborhood, you know, I'll get maybe forty or fifty people that'll throw something in there. Out of that forty and fifty people, I might get two that don't pay.
0: Pretty good odds, really. So, for the most part, people are yeah, people are pretty good. Yeah, and especially I would hope here. Yeah, that that those numbers would be great.
1: Yep, and so we we really try to work closely with like HOAs and stuff with that program because then I can get clearance from like the HOA president or board or whatever, and and we can find a central spot.
0: For fall cleanup, spring cleanup, anytime cleanup, yeah, zero scaping your yard,
1: Midsummer, whatever, yeah, yeah. The the narrow deal don't work as well for the zero scapings, but
0: really, so people, yeah, well, just
1: because it gets so heavy.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I, that's right. Grass, yeah, and you sod do dirt. you do
1: a park strip, and and that's a lot more weight than you'd think.
0: You're right. We actually have done that. We we took a bunch of sod out on the side yard. And yeah. put in gravel and stuff. And yeah. you're right. It filled up the the cans and they were heavy. Yeah. I think that.
1: Yeah. I did one the other day. It was over 10,000 pounds just out of a park strip.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe not for zero escaping, but. But yeah, all else. your, all your
1: household stuff, your Amazon boxes that are driving you crazy in the garage. and mm-hmm,
0: Just the clutter and you
1: stuff. Know, that yeah. Collects. Yeah. You know, especially this time of year, people are going through their closets and, you know, Getting kids ready for school. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we know how kids are. Most of those clothes ain't going to make it to the DI. They're anything like my kids. They wore them right out. They
0: do.
1: So you might as well just bag those up and throw them in the dumpster. Yeah.
0: So they're in pretty, pretty use shape by the time you yeah, go through a couple kids. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah, that neighborhood, that neighborhood deal works really good for that type of a stuff.
0: Okay, yeah, so as a community, we can definitely talk about that yeah. and help spread the word.
1: Yeah, yeah. Any neighborhood, we we'd be happy to. All right. Pull it into a neighborhood and leave it for a weekend. We'd love
0: to see you with twenty dumpsters and yes. Running oh, so crews would I. All day long, every hey, day.
1: Hey, the more people can support us and grow us, the more trailers I'll buy, and they all come from Young Truck and Trailer. Oh, here do they? In okay, so. well,
0: go young. That's great. Yeah. Keep it local. So That's young, young.
1: Day. Young would appreciate it, too, because they, they could sell a whole lot more trailers. <laughs> yes, they
0: can. We've purchased a couple trailers from Young. They're good people. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here, Dale. It's been yeah. fun talking to you. Really interesting learning about your business. Yeah. Appreciate all you're doing to stay local and thank you. To keep it here in Caseville. Thank yeah. you.